This is Cole. Learn how to tell stories in logic. My God. <laughs> You're so, this is so hard. And this is Ron. Yes. I hate your guts. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. We are the creative team. Oh, my God. I quit. Well, it's the big hole. Did you really just book that? <laughs> Michael Jordan and The Undertaker. Uh, in your face. One of them has 30 years, and the other one is just Michael Jordan. Woo! Welcome back to another exciting episode of... Oh! The Creative Team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how you doing today, bud? Oh, I am doing fantastic, A. We are about to finish the bracket of brackets, the Canadian brackets, the best Canadian wrestler of the world. Uh, we've had some upsets in the first round. We have two Darsos on the table, still, and I feel like one of us is kind of getting ready to pounce. I feel like we're about to ruin somebody's day. One of us is. Well, I, I could see for this first round, there's one matchup that's Darsum material, uh, but definitely as we get deeper in the next couple rounds of this bracket, there's there's going to be some Darsum material. Uh, this bracket is so full of talent, and it's so close in a lot of these matchups, um, but there are a, few, a handful of people that I really feel strongly about. So uh, we're definitely going to see some Darsum material possibilities here uh but without a darso our guest returning today dave smith who used his darso in the first round to move rick martell through over gene kanitsky dave how you doing today bud i'm great and rick martell deserved a spot in in these matchups man Uh, for sure yeah yeah for sure i mean that's the problem once you get into 32 you know sometimes the matchup works out where you know, like we got Piper and Bobby Roode, and it's really not a debate. But then you get those tough ones like Kaniski and Martell, and Martell's got another really tough matchup in the second round. So it'll be interesting to see how things shake out today. Uh, I say we get right to it. You guys ready to go? Oh, yes. All right. Opening round number two. Maybe the matchup of the tournament so far. Brett the Hitman Hart taking on Lance Storm. Nobody reacted. Nobody reacted. That was awesome. Nobody cares. I guess it's just me. uh, Yeah, sure. I'll vote. Um, Red Heart. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when when it comes to these two, you have to go with Calgary's favorite son. And it's Lance Storm. Lance Storm. Did you just vote for Lance Storm? Yeah, yeah. I I just voted for Lance Storm. and, And Dave, like, totally, like, talked over it. <laughs> but well, no. Oh well. Oh, God. Yeah, you definitely, you're definitely not a real Canadian because you keep interrupting me, and that's not polite. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I was, I just wanted to see Cole's reaction, but no. Uh, I love Lance Storm to death, but we're talking greatest Canadian wrestlers of all time, and if you know me and you know Cole, uh, it's Bret Hart every every day, day every damn day. Oh man, I, I think I just I think Cole fell for it earlier because I, I could see him <laughs> I did. I could see him crossing it out. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, you want to weigh out on this matchup, Brett and Landstorm. 
Man, I, I was going to say Lance Storm just to make Cole cry. I was about <laughs> to do it. Um, what, what have we said about Lance Storm that we can't say again? You know what I mean? Guy's incredible. Uh, amazing matchups. He was uh, a bookend in you know, ECW. Um, did amazing in WCW. Amazing in WWE. Um, but Bret Hart, like, it has to be Bret Hart. All Notre right, Day. clean clean sweep, starting the show off right. Bret Hart moving on. Lance Storm had a great gimmick in WWE for a couple weeks where he had, like, a huge dick. Remember that? <laughs> I don't. Oh, that, that, yeah, they, they did, like, a, a storyline for, like, a few months where, like, <coughs> like, he just had a huge dick. <laughs> like, people would, like, accidentally bend over in front of it, and they would just, like, notice, like, what the fuck is in there? And, like, that was just his gimmick. That, they were throwing shit at the wall for Lance Storm at the time. They were trying to make him, like, a dancing guy. Then all of a sudden he had a huge dick. Uh, and, yeah. Now, if I could be... They were doing that shit with, like, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Where they were just trying to get something over. And... Yeah, but at least back then they were trying to get people over. So, you know, <laughs> it's but... better than they're doing right now. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Rock on. over. Yeah, that, well, the <laughs> Rock... Yeah, the Rock... I, I, they they got Rock over after the fans shit all over him and buried him, and they said, "Well, this isn't working," and so they actually turned him heel. So <laughs> we've been talking about that a lot recently with like John Cena and The Rock and and uh, Roman Reigns all kind of had the same fate where they weren't ready for prime time and they got their push way too fast, and the fans just eviscerated them. But they got it right with The Rock, and they've gotten it right with Roman now, where they turned him heel and people could see he's entertaining, but they just never did it with Cena. So. Uh, go back in the archives, listen to our What If John Sir- John Cena Turned Heel, take it up with creative, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, second matchup of the second round, Rick Martell taking on Ivan Koloff. Now, for me, this is a no-brainer. Ivan Koloff is great, so that's my vote. But uh, Dave used his Darso last episode to get Rick Martell here, so I'm going to let you go second, sir. I set Rick Martell up for failure here. 100%. Um, I didn't know who was going to go, go against. Um, I'm glad he made it this far, though. But it has to stop here, man. Um, the, the arrogant spray has cleared the air. And uh, I wish him well in his future endeavors. But Koloff is uh, advancing. Ronald. Yeah, we'll just go Cole off too, uh, on my end. You know, Rick Martell had a Cinderella story. He made it to the second round of this bracket, and uh, a model citizen, no more in this bracket. And uh, Ivan Koloff moving on. All right, now this one is very interesting. Um, I don't think it's going to be too tough, but it's an interesting idea. Owen Hart taking on Trish Stratus. <laughs> Ronald. Uh, let's see. Yep, all good things said about Trish Stratus. Uh, she's up against Owen Hart, and you could take <laughs> you could take any variation of Owen Hart. You could take the Blue Blazer. You could take uh, the New Hart Foundation. Uh, you can what else? You can, the Nugget. You can even take the Jason Sensation version of Owen Hart and put him against Trish Stratus. <laughs> and uh, Owen Hart's still moving on for me. All right, Dave. 
Trish Stratus, uh, she took opportunity and she went full force and became what she was. Um, still not enough to beat out Owen Hart because Owen Hart's uh, winning this round. All right. Um, yeah, as much as I love Trish and everything she did, I mean, it's Owen Hart, guys. Come on and, now. Uh, so, yeah, clean sweep again for Owen Hart, moving on to the next round, uh, which brings us this interesting matchup. This could have been a great matchup. This could have been Killer Kowalski taking on Earthquake, but you fucking guys were like, oh, Santino Morello with this fucking sock. So, Killer Kowalski versus Santino Morello. I'm obviously going Killer Kowalski, but uh, Ronald? Cobra. God damn it. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna heart punch the cobra, and the co- and the cobra is gonna go. I don't have a heart, bitch. Sting, and uh, yeah, Killer Kowalski's going down. Oh, all right, Dave. Fuck you, Cole Santino. <laughs> cobra. All right. I'm not gonna use my Darso because Santino's taking on Owen Hart in the next round now. And so I, I feel like he's finally going to be where he deserves out of this fucking tournament. So, Except for you, Ron's going to use his ourselves. Strap in. <laughs> Strap in. God damn it. All right. Okay, this one, I this is a match I really wish I could see. I, I, I wish this could happen. Rowdy Roddy Piper taking on Pat Patterson. Oh, I think Piper in the, in, in the early 80s as that heel in the WWF. Versus a fiery babyface Pat Patterson could be just incredible. Um, I really liked the Piper and uh, Adrian Adonis match from WrestleMania. That I thought it was incredible. Um, and Patterson's, I think, is a little better than Adrian Adonis. So this could be fantastic. Oh, this one's a tough one for me. Um, oh, but I think I got to lean towards Rowdy Piper here. Dave? Piper, man. Dude was the best pop guy that was never the top guy. Um, his heel work was incredible. He could get over a paper bag. He could get over the paper bag that Kip Sabian is wearing right now. That's how <laughs> amazing Roddy Piper was. And that's why I'm going to choose Roddy Piper. Well, Piper did get over a coconut, so. It's true. Piper. <laughs> Ronald? Yeah, I, I'm i of the belief, and this is a hot take, that I don't think WrestleMania would be as successful without Roddy Piper. I don't care how awesome and how big box office Hulk Hogan was. You, Hulk Hogan needed a, a foe, and Roddy Piper was the foe of foes. And I, I want to see him go further in this bracket, and I'm going to use my vote as a platform to do so, which doesn't make sense because I'm the third man of two votes that are already Rowdy Pipers. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to pretend that it's all me and because of me only, Rowdy Piper moves on. Okay, Ron used his Darso is what I heard. No! <laughs> <laughs> it was a unanimous vote, but he still Darsoed his way. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet. Is this a Santino match? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, I don't think it's that hot of a take, Ronald, that Piper was one of the driving forces behind WrestleMania. Like, if, if 
when he did the thing with Cindy Lauper where he laid her out on the stage, you know, grabbed her and, 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 and he could have kicked her in the face. He talked about it in his book. I could just make myself a super mega star and just kick this bitch in the face right now. But he decided not to. Um, I, I don't, I, you're absolutely right. Cause WrestleMania two was kind of a flop. And then they brought in Andre and WrestleMania three was huge. WrestleMania four, not so great. Hogan and Savage biggest pay-per-view uh you know set all the pay-per-view records at the time uh, hogan was great but w- unless he had a tippy top foe the numbers weren't quite as uh historical so i i agree wholeheartedly piper uh hogan needed piper as much a- as anything to make that thing happen so on to oh here we go abdullah the bracket buster take it on Kenny Omega, Ronald, who you got? Oh, come on now. It, Abby, it's it's been fun. <laughs> but uh but you're getting a couple uh you're getting a couple of E triggers to the face and uh I wanna see Kenny do the one winged angel on Abby. Uh <laughs> it'll be so good. So quickly, I'm going Kenny Omega. Dave? Now, Cole, you talk about matches you wish you could watch, man. <laughs> right. I wish I could watch this match. I really do. I would I would pay whatever I had to to see Abdullah the Butcher versus Kenny Omega. To me, that would be entertaining. And you look so fucking puzzled right now, Cole. You no, look- no, I love it. I, I, I really love this. I think it would be a great matchup. I love I, I, Abdullah the Butcher more yeah. than I should. <laughs> Can you imagine I, I, if uh, Kenny got Abby like, in the one-winged angel, but that was like the pop like in itself, just having him electric chaired? And oh, yeah. fuck, and freaking Abby pulls out the fork right then and there and just starts going to town to reverse it. Ah, oh, it'd be so good. Right, right. This would be something the wrestling world has never seen before, and I think it would even give Cornette a pop. <laughs> I, I think it would a little bit. You know, here's um, the thing: like, uh, I feel like we're going. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. My opinion of Kenny Omega is being uh, misconstrued a little bit. I, I don't I like Kenny. I think he's great. I think he can do everything. I just think when we're already comparing him to the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart's, you know, of the world off of three matches he had in New Japan, I think it's a little bit ridiculous. But I, I, I really like Kenny and I love Abby. I think this will be fantastic. So finish your vote, I guess, Dave, since I cut you off like a dick. I know. Um, <laughs> my vote is Omega. Yeah, I, and I'm gonna make it a clean sweep. I I really like I I liked Omega when he was doing comedy stuff. Like I really thought his comedy, his comedic wrestling was on a different level. Like I enjoyed the match with the nine year old girl, and I enjoyed the match with the blow up doll, and I really enjoyed his uh, match with Brian Danielson at PWG, which featured thumb wrestling, arm wrestling, and then wrestling wrestling. Um, so I I've I've been a fan of Kenny. I just I I don't think he's you know, the greatest wrestler of all time and shouldn't be in any Hall of Fame yet at this point. It's kind of where I'm at with it. <laughs> would you ever buy a Kenny Omega t-shirt? I mean, I have probably one. not. Yeah, I mean, probably not. Kenny Omega is not going to be on my t-shirt. I would, I would rock an Abdul the Butcher t-shirt though right now. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> Serving up hepatitis to all the fucking... Anyway. <laughs> oh, on to a matchup we've actually seen in the real world multiple times. Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Ronald? Ooh. Yes. The the Festival of Friendship. I think that was like the last like fantastic fun segment on Raw. Um 
But uh, I'm going to have to go with Jericho here. All the good things I said about Kevin Owens still stand, but you're talking greatest Canadian wrestlers of all time. Longevity, moments, highlights. You got to break the walls down of Jericho. Dave? Jericho. Um, he wouldn't only top a list of Canadian wrestlers, but just wrestlers in general. The guy is just amazing, had a great career. Um, has to be Jericho. It has to be Jericho. Yeah, I don't I don't feel even a little bad about uh eliminating Kevin Owens here against Jericho. I uh, you know, uh, Jericho again, one of the the four or five greatest professional sports entertaining wrestlers of all the time. So, moving on, Chris Jericho. And now this is a fun match um just because it's absolutely ridiculous, but Stu Hart taking on Luna Vachon. <laughs> Dave? Ah. <laughs> uh, um. Luna. <laughs> Luna. Luna. All right. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Luna, too, just because I think it would be an upset. Well, maybe not. You know, back when I first got introduced to Stu and Luna, I think she can take him, honestly. <laughs> um, because he was just the cheer, he was just the old decrepit cheerleader in the front row with Helen and, uh, Luna was like a monster. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Luna here. And it's kind of an upset because I did want to see Stu go far just to, you know, fight one of his sons. But uh, I think uh, the, the the possibilities of Luna doing that is a little more appealing. Well, I mean, I, I would go Stu here, but I'm not mad at it. Luna Vachon deserves lots of credit. Maybe she is our Abdullah the Bracket Buster of this bracket here. Luna Vachon on to the next round. Um, I think uh, you're you're correct in thinking that Luna versus Old Stu, she had a shot uh, because I mean she's a little bit of a crazy person, and uh, I, I, I I yeah I think she could have taken Old Man Stu. It would have been fun to watch. Absolutely, if they just on a pay per view with Bam Bam and Brett were there and Stu happened to be there, and Luna just slapped the old man in the face and they went at it in the front row. I think it'd be wildly entertaining. So I'm I'm here for it. Well, so, that right. one time that uh, Kevin Nash took Mad Dog Sean and choked him out of the You broke up real bad, but I was such a fan during that time that I knew what you were talking about. He was talking about when Kevin Nash took Mad Dog with Sean's prosthetic leg and beat Sean with it. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Best friends make better enemies. Good pay-per-view. All right. That completes round number two. On to round number three. We are at the final eight. So, uh, this is a very interesting matchup. This would be great. I This is another one of those dream matches I didn't know existed. But Brett, the Hitman Hart, taking on Ivan Kolob. I'm going to let Dave go first. I don't want to do Ivan dirty like this. I really don't. You put me in this position, Cole. I don't you... think it's doing him dirty. You know, we're talking about the greatest of the great, and we're down to eight. So, there's going to be some tough matchups here. There's nothing we could do about that. Bret Hart, man. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. All right, Ronald. It's absolutely Bret Hart. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, as the greatness of Ivan Koloff, and even I'm uneducated with Ivan Koloff, uh, but it's still Bret Hart all day, every day. All right. Well, my vote doesn't matter. So Bret Hart moves on 
to the next round. Oh, you want to use your dark circle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You, you want to no, use no. it? No, no. I need it for this next matchup right now. Is it Darsa material call? Here it is. Uh, it will be if you guys are going to fuck with me on this one. Santino. <laughs> 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 I'm actually going Santino. Owen Hart versus Santino Barella, who's miraculously still in this bracket. He's one of the eight best Canadian wrestlers of all time, apparently, ladies and gentlemen. Our first fucking call Santino. <laughs> Ronald? Just no pitch or reasoning. Just fuck you, Cole <laughs> Santino. <laughs> Completely negating the fact that, you know, we got the blue blazer on one side. The guy broke Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck. In the creative team world, he is the reason the Montreal screwjob happened. Um, <laughs> I mean, nuggets. Uh, cage matches at SummerSlam, completely burying the Undertaker versus Undertaker match. The one of the best opening matches ever at WrestleMania, and you know even I can't be crazy enough to put Santino, which the Cobra is fantastic, and he's had a great ride thus far, and he will continue to do so because Cobra is moving on, unless, unless. Cole? Okay, the problem here is that Santino moving on in this round uh, means that Santino takes on Bret Hart in the next round. <clears throat> and so I have to save my Darso for that. Because um, I cannot have Owen Hart going over Bret Hart either. And if I use my Darso now, I can't make Bret be in the finals. Um, so... Final four, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Santino Marilla. <laughs> Who'd he beat just now again? Beating the Rocket Owen Hart, the Nugget Owen Hart. <laughs> Santino Marilla is to the semifinal round of the greatest Canadian wrestlers of all time. The worst thing you ever did was tell uh, me that Santino was Canadian this morning. Oh, God damn it. And quite honestly, Santino hasn't been moving on. It's been the Cobra. <laughs> Santino's been riding coattails. Oh, all right. Now, this one's very interesting because we've all put over Kenny Omega a lot on this. But he may have met his match finally. Rowdy Roddy Piper... Versus Kenny Omega. And uh, I will just, before we get into this, say this would be fun. Yes. Uh, I think this is the kind of thing that could elevate Kenny Omega to being a more serious uh, threat and become just that next level of performer. Um, so I'm going to go Piper for that fact here. Um, but this is tough. Ron, who you got? I mean, it sucks because, you know, we're talking about a proven track record versus a track record that isn't finished yet. And I think putting anybody against Piper's track record, you know, even unfinished or not, it's going to be hard to beat. And even it, it, pain, it even pains me as a big Kenny Omega fan, but I'm also going to go the hot rod here. Dave? I've been listening to uh, Matt Cardona's podcast, MC 
two Long Island stories. Amazing podcast. And he tells this story about one time in Access, him and TJ Wilson wrestled Roddy Piper and Rob Deerdeck for MTV. And Roddy Piper is such a professional. It got them over. And it was an amazing match and all this. But just like this match, Cardona and TJ didn't go over, obviously. And neither is Kenny Omega in this round because my vote's for Roddy Piper. Yes. All right. Okay. This may be the end of the magical run of Luna Vachon, but Santino's in the final four, so who the fuck knows? (laughs) Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho versus Luna Vachon. Ronald. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Luna. But uh, it's time to break the code. It's time to tame the lions. It's uh, it's time to move Chris Jericho forward. We're gonna have a little bit of the bubbly on her behalf. But um, yeah, I gotta go Chris Jericho here. Well, I'm gonna go Luna Vachon here because fuck both of you. So oh, fucking Jericho yes. and Luna. Yes. And so the deciding vote comes down to Dave. I love when like I, I love when Cole gets spiteful. Because you know that you know that we've been onto something this whole episode. I'm going to go Jericho. All right. Is that Darso material, Cole? No, no, that's okay. No, no. Need my Darso for the next match, apparently. Because all all the sanity has been lost here today, ladies and gentlemen. So I thought for sure, as this bracket was shaping up, this was going to be the absolute first time. That my top four seeds were in the final four. That I guessed right, putting my bracket together with the seeding. And I got we got three out of four. We got Bret Hart. We got Rowdy Roddy Piper. We got Chris Jericho. Um, Ooh, but Santino Morella upset <laughs> Owen Hart in the semifinals. So, the final four greatest Canadian wrestlers of all time. Bret Hart, Rowdy Roddy Piper... Chris Jericho and Santino Morella, ladies and gentlemen, are you guys proud of yourselves? I mean, uh, uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore has four faces on it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and I could totally see the I could totally see the mountain. It's just like all it's it's the three faces, and then it's just a hand with a cobra on it. <laughs> we don't even carve Santino's face in the mountain. It's just his hand. So Bret Hart, Piper, Jericho, and <sighs> Santino Morella. So, oh, this is good times, ladies and gentlemen. It is. Oh, we have zipped right through this. Usually, this takes a little longer to get to this point. So, I'm just filibustering a little bit because I don't want you guys to have a 17 minute episode. But here we are, the finals. Bret, the Hitman Hart, taking on Santino Morella. Ronald, do you have any decency in you? whatsoever here you go your match your choice Bret Hart versus Santino Barella well I mean Cole you've been you've been here just getting upset the entire episode and you really have been overlooking the genius strategy on my part because for for weeks we have been feared that someone was just gonna pull shenanigans to get Bret Hart out (laughs) early on just to fuck with us so my goal was to get somebody so asinine into the semifinals <laughs> that not even Dave would troll us to get Bret Hart out. 
over Santino. And all that being said, it's been way too much fun. So I'm going Santino. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> Man. Red Heart. I don't know. I, I I don't think I could sleep at night knowing that I voted Santino Marella over Bret Hart. Bret Hart. One of my favorite matches was actually him versus Joint the Clown. That's such an amazing match, and it made my childhood. But you know what helps me sleep at night? The tears of Cold Austin. Awesome. Santino Morales moves on. Oh, well, Ronald, you can just go ahead and start the music now. It's going to play. We're not doing this to Bret Hart. I can accept it for Owen. I can accept it for Killer Kowalski. I can sort of accept it for Earthquake, but goddammit, Bret Hart is in the fucking finals of Heart Month on the Creative Team Podcast. And, all right. <sighs> I'm a little mad because I don't get to have my Darso for Piper and Jericho. But at least Santino Morella is not in the finals. No, Santino is the new self-proclaimed bracket buster. Yes, he made it as far as Abdul the Butcher did in the big man bracket. So, oh, all right. So, Rowdy Roddy Piper taking on Chris Jericho. Dave. This one's going to be a tough one for you. So if you don't want to go first, I'll pass it along. But It's incredibly tough. And with everything Jericho has done throughout his career, which is so amazing, there's no way he could do what Roddy Piper has. It's Roddy Piper. Interesting. That guy is just I love incredible. It. Yeah. Ronald. Yeah. Roddy Piper's fantastic. And, you know, I, I've seen a bunch of Roddy Piper to really solidify an argument for why he could move on to the finals. But for me, my 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 peak fandom, you know, Jericho was basically my Roddy Piper. Like the like the craziness of his heel promos. You know, he had great facial expressions. He had the ability to make anybody as a heel, uh, and he just kind of kept getting better and better. You know, every I mean, reinvent. And I think the one thing he has over Piper is that his reinvention. Like he he hasn't really had any bad hits as far as like reinventing himself like he could he'll completely just change himself and i for me i think you know my one of my favorite wrestlemania matches is him versus Shawn michaels at 19 but for my money i think one of his best runs is when he dropped the, was when he cut the hair and went the and donned the suit and tie and became the serious jericho and it's just it's it's not something that we saw coming because let's face it he is the one that inspired the whole ass cream era, Dave. <laughs> he was he, 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 my best material. Yes, absolutely. Like his whole the, the whole ass cream angle on on Raw was because of Jericho, and uh, yeah. So for me, you know, I love Roddy Piper. Historically speaking, he had one of the another great match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania Eight, and it would be apropos if he made it to the finals to Bret with Bret Hart. But I think. Chris Jericho versus Brett the Hitman Hart is a dream match we've never gotten, and I think it would be a great talking point for this bracket. So for me, personally, Chris Jericho moves on. Oh, this one is very, very interesting. <clears throat> Especially since Ron has his Darso here. 
Um, <clears throat> we talked about what Piper did for WrestleMania 1, right? <clears throat> he was the major driving force on the heel to be the opposition of Hogan. Um, but I feel like, I, I, I think it's almost a just, we can just say it as a fact. There is no AEW right now without Chris Jericho. Um, when Chris Jericho finally left WWF or WWE and decided he wanted to go to Japan, he basically introduced an entire generation of people that, I mean, people didn't know that Japanese wrestling existed um, from about 2001 to 2015-ish. I mean, there was a great, great just depth of talent in the 80s and 90s in, Jap in Japan, and there was a lot of tape training. <clears throat> but you didn't, even as a, a smart fan who studied Japanese wrestling, I really didn't pay attention to what was going on in Japan from like 2001, 2002 on until um, they came out with Wrestle Kingdom on pay-per-view. And then I discovered Shinsuke Nakamura. But then for like <clears throat> the less insane fans, when Jericho, when Chris Jericho decided he was going to go over there, made a big deal about it, and he was taking on the guys in New Japan, it, it it changed the landscape of professional wrestling as we know it now, and it allowed for AEW to exist, I feel like. And so I, I think that as part of his legacy, <clears throat> it's another thing him and Piper have in common. Um, so I think... I'm going to agree with you, Ronald, and not force you to use your Darso, and I'm going to put Chris Jericho through to the finals with Brett the Hitman Hart. Tremendous. It wasn't Darso material. This would be a great final match no matter what. All right. Not as good as Santino versus either of those two. <laughs> yeah, Santino and Luna. That would have uh, that would have been a great finals. We hey, could be, all be super proud of ourselves. I would pay front row tickets at StubHub prices to see Tan Santino Marella versus Roddy Piper. I would do it. Uh, yes, I, I, I will agree that that would... It would even be fun. a good match today. I mean, Piper's dead, so... Yeah, and he's still better. <laughs> still, still better than, than a lot of people but uh, i mean if kenny omega yeah. can wrestle a you know a lifeless doll you know imagine the possibilities i think we need a slightly better worker than santino to pull off a match with a corpse but you know all right i'll take it Co cobra cobra strike go home <laughs> just prop him up cobra mm -hmm. <laughs> yep this got oh. this got dark <laughs> yeah, this took a turn ladies and gentlemen <laughs> All right, so we've reached the finals. <clears throat> Here it is. Brett the Hitman Hart versus Chris Jericho for the title of greatest Canadian wrestler of all the times. Who wants to go first? Nobody. Awesome. So I'll go first. Oh, this one's tough for me because, like I said, I'm not the biggest Jericho fan. And so um, I like to try to be objective unlike some of us when we're doing these brackets. But, and so, I, I really, everything I just, I, everything I've said about Jericho, this whole bracket is true. You know, he's, a, he's he, he allowed for AEW to happen. He shut, he shined a light on independent wrestling and, and Japanese wrestling. Um, you know, he had, he's had the, some of the best matches of all time. Um, 
But when I go down my list of wrestling matches, as we talked about with our top 10 Bret Hart moments, when I, I have like my top 10 matches, six of them are Bret Hart matches. And, and, and there's, I don't even think there's any other repeat customers on my favorite matches of all time list besides Bret Hart. Um, maybe Sean. I think Sean's the only one that's got multiple matches on my favorites. But so when it comes to Bret Hart and Jericho, for me personally, um, it's it's always if it comes down to for me, you ask me who's the better wrestler, Bret Hart or anybody. The answer is Bret Hart. So um, my winner is Bret Hart. Ronald, what you got? Yes. Um, now. Full disclosure and spoiler, if we ever have the highly talked about 64-man bracket for the GOAT, and this came up, hot take, I would probably lean towards Jericho for a few reasons. And you actually you actually named them all off. The fact that he went to New Japan so late in his career and had the biggest drawing match that the Tokyo Dome has had in recent memory... Uh, and just all of his accolades, like the the promo ability, you know him 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 rising up the card for his size when there was Stone Cold and The Rock going on, and he beat them both to become the first undisputed champion. You know it, it, what he's done for AEW as far as like all of those monumental things. If if you put that in a goat conversation, I, I would probably lean towards Jericho, whereas Bret Hart, we're talking about greatest Canadian wrestlers. So I'm putting it in a bubble as far as matches. You put me you, you put that, you know, asterisk on it. I'm I'm with you. Anytime ask anytime someone asks me who's a better wrestler, this guy or Bret Hart, it's always Bret Hart, no questions asked. And, you know. And since that's the subject today, I'm still gonna lean towards Bret Hart. But uh, I, I, I will say this, you know, to, to spite my own face, um, Santino Morella made it to the final four. So obviously we're talking about sports entertainment as a whole. And as we always say, use your own fucking criteria when we do this. We don't care. But so uh, there is that just the counter to your uh, uh, argument there. But, uh, you know, Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, Bret Hart. Great, great wrestler. Best wrestler of all time. All right. We're going to stick with that. All right. So it's two to nothing. And we can't use a Darso in there, but I'd really like to get Dave's take on this because he is such a Jericho fan. And I will say, you might be able to uh, cause something that's unprecedented here and make me change my vote, Dave. So I'm going to let you go. I wrote Santino Morella with a running. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> take you back to 97. Bret Hart was... He did something that was so not seen where he was the biggest baby face in Canada and the biggest heel in America, in the U.S. of A. And I don't think I've ever really seen that happen with anyone else. Um, the guy, he built up Steve Austin. There probably would not be a Stone Cold Steve Austin without Bret Hart. Um, he brought so many people up. Um, just an all-around incredible worker, incredible talent, and just, I don't know what, what, what I can say that hasn't been said. And unfortunately, I don't think Jericho has brought his career up to that level yet. So I have to go Bret Hart. 
All right, there it is. For the first time ever, uh, the number one seed wins the damn bracket. So that's interesting and fun. Um, nobody saw that coming. Yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody in Heart Month and <laughs> with the two Bret Hart homers here. Now I did find. Now I I knew that Dave is such a, a huge fan of Chris Jericho. Um, I wasn't quite aware that you were such a big fan of Roddy Piper, as we discussed many times. I love Piper. About this bracket, yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone that thinks Piper isn't good. Like every person that that's ever seen Piper's work, it loves him and knows that he's great. Um, I'm sure there's some kids um that hated Piper because he was a dick. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's just one of the best professional wrestlers that's ever lived. And, and after, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he's one of the he was the first wrestler to have you know a hit movie that actually drew money and made you know it, so oh that's what's always fun about these brackets we always stumble upon matchups we didn't know we needed to see and we always have fun and interesting debates it's always fun just to get in the minds of people because professional wrestling frankly is not a sport it's entertainment it's per, it's performance and so when you're talking about performance. It's subjective, so we get to dig into the minds a little bit. So thank you for doing this with us, Dave. We will definitely have you back on again if you're willing to have us. Yeah, of course. Um, my pleasure. So uh, how, how was your first bracket for you? Uh, sum up your uh, experience here over these uh, two episodes. I loved it. I, I enjoyed it. This is such a great podcast with two people that I actually really love. Um, we don't get to hang out enough anymore and uh which i think is a shame but uh, i'm glad we were able to do this yeah absolutely ronald uh your takeaways from the greatest canadian wrestler of all time bracket i mean it was it was such a fun bracket and you know the fact that we knew the the ending of this way ahead of time we just had to think outside the box and try to get a spotlight on somebody that uh quite frankly doesn't really deserve to be final four but it was fun to see Cole's reaction every time we <laughs> we move Santino through, and uh, I think he was the shining light of this whole bracket because it was so uh, um, predictable <laughs> for for us at the creative team. But uh, yes, Bret Hart uh, is where he rightfully deserves on the throne of the great, greatest Canadian wrestlers of all time. I'm excited that it uh, turned out that way. Uh, I am so happy that I got to talk to Dave. And I'm so happy that you got to be on our podcast. And I hope it's going to be a reoccurring thing going forward. I would love to have you judge a draft. I think that's yes. going to be fantastic. Yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. The greatest Canadian wrestler of all time, Brett the Hitman Hart. I know, shocking uh, for this podcast. But, hey, if you think we got it wrong, hit us up on the social medias. Find us on our Instagram is the uh, best way to find us. Find us on our Twitter uh, we are the Creative Team Pod, or uh, just about everywhere, right, Ron? Yes, at Creative Team Pod. And speaking of creative, that's what we're going to take it up with next week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. Speaking of Bret Hart and Hart Month, everyone remembers WrestleMania 9 as that very weird and awful uh, finish where Hulk Hogan got uh, the nod from Bret Hart to go and take the title away from that dastardly Yokozuna. And that's what happened in like nine seconds. Uh, and then for my money and for everyone's money, WrestleMania 10 should have headlined with Hulk Hogan versus Bret Hart. And that is going to be the subject of this Take It Up with Creative, ladies and gentlemen. Me and Cole are going to go and present our storylines of how we get there. Bret Hart 
versus the immortal Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 10. And let's be honest, Cole, this is going to be the day that Hulk Hogan passes the torch. How, how are we not writing this together? We'll see. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We shall see. I have some ideas a-brewing here. Um, because I think to get there, uh, at some point, we're going to have to turn the Hulkster heel. So do we do that before 10, or do we do that at WrestleMania 10? Hmm. Tune in. So it will be definitely interesting to see. I always love doing Take It Up With Creative. Uh, I th- this one's fun because the the, the last couple we did, um, <clears throat> it was kind of open to interpretation. You could have picked any time period to do this. So I think this one will be more like, uh, you know, some of the other ones we did where it's a specific event we're booking. So I think this one will be end up at the end of it, coming up with a solidified idea for the team. So this will be a lot of fun. Uh, and again, we love Bret Hart, ladies and gentlemen. What's not to love? So if you you know if you're sick of hearing about him, you only got one more episode. So, <laughs> oh fuck games. that, <laughs> fuck fuck that. There's gonna be so much more Bret Hart, and it doesn't even have to be Hart Month, ladies and gentlemen. So for Dave the Tiger Man Smith, our special guest today, and my hashtag team partner Ron Kilborn, I am your host Cole Dawson, saying thank you, we love you, and good night. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Team Pod or just the Creative Team on Facebook. Follow Cole Dawson on Twitter and Instagram at Cole2130 and follow yours truly on Instagram or Twitter at Ron for Your Life. Number four, we'll see you next week on another episode of The Creative Team.